Uh, Alright everybody, welcome back to another episode of Two Bros. Different modes. And this here is a little in-depth uh, explanation. In-depth? Oh, I thought you meant the episode. I was gonna say in-depth, I was gonna say, but you mean deep as fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this just kind of uh, gives people a better idea of what uh, what I had gone through and, and where I'm coming from. and uh, I, Straight up, like you said... This is not easily digestible. You might have to listen to this a few times. No, it's not. Like it's not digestible because it is maybe because it is so deep. Um, because like I said, I had to listen to it again uh, in order to get everything that you were saying. And the reason why I felt like it was important for us to split the first two episodes is because this one was so deep like for real I had to hang on every word you were saying in order to kind of ingest and process what you were saying um <clears throat> but I I do feel like it turned out to be a good podcast specifically about what we were talking about because we ended up talking about the conversation that we had and then it kind of just took this different turn even though it was related it just wasn't a, like specifically the same thing yeah. yeah so but i do hope people enjoy it and then also um get into it you know because like uh i i so would you say that you consider yourself a spiritual person yeah for sure yeah i consider myself a spiritual person as well i think that some of the journey that you are going on right now is maybe not completely but yes a lot of spiritual uh and spiritual in nature um, but you know, people have different interpretations of that. That's but I just right. think it's important important um, that you that you do go on this journey and then learn. You know, hopefully you're able to learn something from it and grow. And I mean, that's what you do on journey. Mm-hmm. So um, hopefully, yeah. I hope people get into this episode and like hit us up, especially if you've uh, experienced anything like he's experienced. I mean, we talk about mushrooms and things like that. So. If you have any experience with that, please hit us up. Our email is twobrosdiffmos at uh, uh, And then, you know, all our social media sites. All right? Yeah. So let's just jump into it. Huh? Right. Here we go. So, like, what I got from the conversation was that, like, you were telling me that, like, you had, like, an... Uh, are you okay with talking yeah. about your... Yeah. Yeah. So um, you were telling me that you had, like, this experience when you did mushrooms. And then... Um, you just have like this kind of you were like changing the way you were thinking about some things Mm -hmm. which is completely okay um and so but some of the things you said that you said that you didn't want to talk about negative things anymore or be on like social media and like yeah so it wasn't so much that i didn't want to talk about these things okay it was just that uh a lot of the material that we had been using or the or the things that we would talk about were things that were going on just in everyday life right yeah uh or what what uh what appear to be going on in everyday life and i got a lot of that material um from uh just being on the internet right watching youtube videos uh cruising instagram uh facebook right of course obviously mm-hmm. all these things <clears throat> Imgur, Imgur is another one. is is like a it's it's an image hosting website, which is also just like you know it's like anything else. It's like here's a picture of something and here's some captions, and I'm gonna talk about it for you know whatever five mm-hmm. sentences. 
And so uh, all of these things were exposing me. I, I, I realized in, in this experience that I had uh, with the mushroom was that these things were contributing to negative, uh, they were contributing negative energy into my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, my, con- my concern or, or what m- my concern was to, m- was to make it clear to you or to express to you that this is what, this was the understanding that I have now and that because of that, it's detrimental to my, it, it, it has been detrimental to my health, my romantic relationship, my job, my outlook, my just everyday point of view. And it wasn't that I wouldn't talk about it. I have no problem talking about those things, but I couldn't expose myself to those mediums anymore. I, I would not be finding any material to talk about on the podcast that I would not be out there looking for it. I would not be participating I can participate on Instagram as, and I can make posts and do those things, but I'm not going to be surfing Instagram. I'm not going to be surfing YouTube. I'm not going to be surfing Facebook. I'm not going to be uh, surfing Imgur. I deleted my Imgur app. I deleted it. <clears throat> so I actually completely understand that because, you know, before we even started the podcast, I had deleted Instagram mm-hmm. and Twitter and all that stuff just because for pretty much the same reasons. I don't even know what Imgur and all that is. Yeah. I don't have Snapchat. Yeah. Um, so pretty much it's like, that's all I have was like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that. Um, so I actually completely understand. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too in my head, the big three. Um, I actually completely understand that. I guess it was, I guess it was the way it was. I, the way I presented it yeah, to you. Yeah, because, so in in one instance you were talking about um talking about police brutality and stuff like that mm-hmm. and you were talking about how you didn't want to talk about it anymore or um that what? not that you didn't want to talk about it but that you i guess just like as far as like social media you didn't want to <laughs> uh, i had watched a lot of uh police interaction videos right yeah and this is kind of how we all got started was i <laughs> started going down that rabbit hole and i realized my own privilege and I, w- I became privy to a lot of uh, realities that I was not aware of uh, prior. <clears throat> and those things became grave injustices. And, and to be fair, they, they absolutely are. However, when I make those things my focus, uh, that is an energy and that energy feeds particular emotions within me. And uh, I would argue that this is how every person operates, unbeknownst to themselves, whether or not they agree or not. Um, And so I couldn't allow, having my mushroom experience, I realized I was sitting on a park bench across the street from from the apartment. And I was sitting there listening to some music. And then I realized, I was like, you know, maybe I I asked myself, like, what, what what is it? What is it here? Like, what is this thing that is consuming me? What? You know, what is wrong? And, you know, uh, like magic, <laughs> uh, the universe presented it to me. And I realized that I lived a lot of my life through fear and anxiety. And this is an unconscious fear and anxiety. It's not a, it's not a fear you have when you're about to get on a roller coaster or you're about to walk into an interview. These things are very conscious feelings. This is an unconscious feeling that I lived through all the time, and it affected how I saw things. It affected the way I spoke to people. It affected my physical well-being, my body, my health, all of these things. 
and uh, I sat there on that park bench, and it, you know, it just kind of hit me like a, I want to say a ton of bricks, but it would never be like a painful thing. It was, it's always, in when when you have these these moments of enlightenment, it's, it is, <laughs> it is. I mean, I'm feeling it right now. It's just a huge weight off of your soul, off of your spirit. It just falls off of you, and you can feel it, and it, you feel so much better. It's such a freeing feeling. It, it's a liberating feeling that just washes over your entire being, and you feel it in every every cell in your body. And this is when I had this realization. It's been fear, fear the whole time for so long is what I have lived my life through, and it has affected me and dominated me. And it is it is uh, it has chosen the paths that I have taken in life. It has decided the things that I do and don't do. And it, when people listen to this or, or they, if they were to hear me speak this way, it, it's not that I'm saying, it's not like that. Did you ever see that movie Yes Man with Jim Carrey? Mm-mm. It's called Yes Man. And he's kind of this negative guy. And then he, he meets this you know guy that he used to hang out with or something like that. And he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, dude, you're totally different. Your whole outlook's changed. What's going on? He's like, oh, I became a yes man. And so he goes to this uh, like lecture with this uh you know, like, you know, guru or this, this, uh, this evangelist type guy. And he says like, you will say yes, right? He's like, you will, you will say yes to everything because this is the key to life and yada, 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 whatever. And Jim Carrey becomes a yes man. So all the things that he would previously have been like, uh, no, uh, no, you know, no, I want to do it. He's like, yeah, yeah, yes. Yes, and so he just does everything, and I don't want people to get the idea that this is how I live my life, right? I, it's not that I, you know, and I didn't even allude to being a yes man, but it's the thing where you don't have fear. Fear is what will control you. There, there's a, still an amount of security that you want to have, right? You're not gonna, I'm not gonna go driving 80 miles an hour down the street just because I don't have any fear, right? The fear that is that is gone from me is the unconscious fear. It's the fear of how somebody might look at me or think about what I just said, right? Anything, anything, you know, like the fear of not being accepted by my partner's parents, right? I had relationships before where my, I didn't feel welcomed. I didn't feel, you know, embraced by my partner's parents. Uh, And this put a unnatural fear into me that uh, other girlfriends or other women that I would date, that their parents might do the same. And so when Andy and I started dating, her parents and I didn't like interact a lot. Her mom wouldn't like talk to me and I didn't talk to them. And I realized that this is not, what is this? Why? Now, you know, it was, I wasn't able to put these pieces together because these types of things compound over years. You, you have an experience and it just lies dormant in you and you may not even be aware or realize why you do a thing a certain way at all. You might think you do, but you know, one day you start really looking inside yourself and discovering what you are, not who you are, because who you are is a, is a whole nother conversation. Um, but discovering like what you are and, and, and how it is that you seem to operate and see things and, and go about living your daily life every day. And so I realized, I was like, oh my God, I've been afraid of so many things. 
and I could just apply that to everything. So I looked at my girlfriend's parents and I said, oh my God, I'm terrified that they won't accept me. I'm terrified that they will judge me uh, because I, I don't speak Spanish or I don't speak Spanish very well at all or that maybe I'm not attempting to try and communicate with them or, you know, and I'm afraid that my girlfriend is judging me or that she might think a certain way of me because I'm not interacting with her child to a particular degree or I'm not doing something a certain way. One might think that these are all valid fears, but they're really not because all they're doing is deciding how you are doing anything right <clears throat> and so once i had this realization i it must have been like maybe a couple hours later i got on the phone and i texted her mom and i was like look this is what is happening to me right now i explained the situation to her and i was like this is where i came from and i had this irrational fear and i was afraid of you i was afraid that you would reject me like my other girlfriend's parents in the past did I was afraid that you would judge me or, you know, f these fears came from nowhere and they had nothing to do with you. And so I'm sorry and please forgive me. And she was like, yeah, 100%. You know, she was super understanding and she sent me a very long reply and was, you know, she didn't, she was like, I, there's nothing to forgive because I couldn't hold anything against you at all. So what would you have done if you like had this realization and like she still didn't like accept you? That when when this happens right because there's an, you understand that the only things that you can control are yourself mm -hmm. and then even people who have that realization they don't realize that that their mind or that their thoughts are controlling them mm -hmm. and so in the situation where i would where i where i where i would have been in that moment if i had texted her and apologized and asked for her forgiveness and she rejected me in that moment i would understand and i would say it's okay it's not that you are rejecting me it's her being wrapped up in her own mind and perceiving me and some injustice that I had done to her. Her ego is reacting and saying, no, I don't forgive you. I don't like you. I don't want to accept you because I know that there's nothing that I could have done wrong. And if there was something that I did do wrong, punishment is only valid a single time. Uh, this is a very big problem that we as humans exercise that we do is we judge others continuously right punishment is only acceptable uh, as a as a as a as a, pun as, as a reaction or recourse for something or a wrongdoing one time ever and that might even be from the person that you uh committed the wrongdoing against right maybe they say i don't want to talk to you or they're mad at you or they they yell at you or something and that is your punishment but then what we do is we walk away and we carry that with us and we judge ourselves and we punish ourselves almost every day or on a regular basis. We say, I can't forgive myself for having done that thing to you. I know that I wronged you and I know that I hurt you and I saw that I hurt you because I, you know, I saw you cry and you did these things and you got mad and now I'm carrying it with me and I feel really bad because I know I did this to you. Even after the person says, it's okay, I'm over it, I forgive you. And we just say, I'm just, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And even if we're not saying it to them, a lot of times we carry that with us all the time. So in the event that her mother would have still rejected me, it would have been okay because I know it's not her true self rejecting me. It's it's her mind, it's her ego, it's the hurt place within her. It's her pain body that's reaching out and saying, mm, "You hurt me. I don't like you. I don't want to I don't want to accept you." Bro, that was like way too deep. I'm like <laughs> like <laughs> So, yeah, because that was a little deeper than I would have went. Because I think I would have <laughs> just been like, I'm, I'm, I mean, I would have been good. Yeah. 
Uh, well, that's the thing is, right? Like, I would have been good, and I could have said that, but this is where I'm coming from now. I have the understanding that this is how I operated, this is how I've operated, and this, I'm not alone in this, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I've told this, I've told people before, I don't know if I've ever said it on our show, but I'll say it right now. Uh, we are not human beings. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. And uh, I feel like if somebody were to listen to that, they some of them might agree. Some of them might be like, you know, what the hell are you talking about? Um, <clears throat> but for anybody who believes in any amount of religion, it should resonate with them a little bit. Because if you believe you have a spirit or a soul, right, this is this is the thing. This is the this is what I recognize as the as the one, as the source, as the consciousness, which we all come and derive from. We all come from the same place. We all share the same entity, the same being within us. We just wear a different shell on the outside. And even though the shell is made up of all the same parts, because we are literally created from atoms of elements and these types of things, so we're all made of the same stuff, the only thing that separates us is this thing in between our ears. This is the only thing that makes us different, right? Our experiences, the way we cultivate this brain, how we let it affect us. Have you ever had a thought? You ever you ever just been sitting around or doing something and you had a thought and you're like, well, where, where did that come from? Like, uh, I had that this weekend where I was like, why the hell am I thinking about this? Like, what what is this? What? And there is the connection. We all, we're all connected as people. And when I mean that, I, I say this like on a spiritual level, like, an essence, a being that we all come from is we, we are connected, not just to that one thing, but to each other here on this planet, right? Um, and because we have this connection, our thought forms, our brain, you know, your brain gives off brain waves, right? Mm-hmm. You know this. This is a common thing that people could like have heard about, right? Your brain gives off brain waves, delta, beta waves, all these different types of things. It receives brain waves. And so we act as almost... Uh, output and you know receivers and and little antennas and radios and things like that so the collective of human of human beings of our minds and our consciousness can affect each other so if you're hanging out at a party or if you're hanging around some other people or maybe you're just at home and you're like what is this thing that i'm thinking about maybe your neighbor next door is having a real hard time or something is going on or they're having some really messed up crazy thought or Maybe Jonathan just thought about something kind of weird, you know, like these types of, and for instance, I mean, you, this can be proven by saying like, have you, we've been sitting and hanging out together and you'd be like, and you have a thought and you go, Hey, you know, like this is this. And you'll say, bro, I was just thinking that. Yeah. That happens all the time. All the time. Right. And people just think that these things are coincidence. And when, you start diving down this rabbit hole, so to speak. Uh, you go down your path of enlightenment. Uh, you can call it whatever you want, awakening. I, I like to call them awakenings. I have my little awakenings uh, periodically. Uh, when you go through these things, you start seeing, like, yeah, like there's no such thing as coincidence. Coincidence doesn't exist. It's it's what we as humans like to perceive as, like, oh, wow, that's really lucky, or what are the chances of that? It's like... No, and it's not so, this is where it gets kind of crazy, it gets kind of mixed up, because people will think about Christianity or God, and they say, well, God has a plan, everything is laid out for you, and then the question becomes, well, what is free will? Do I have free will if, I, if he has a plan for me? Like, what does that mean? 
And so when I talk about uh, everyone being connected and there's no such thing as coincidence, it's just like, you know, it just is. It's there. Sometimes these things are these things are happening all the time, but we are blinded by our our thoughts, our thoughts and our preoccupations in our mind. We're we're blinded by these things on a regular basis because it's happening. <coughs> Excuse me. It's happening a, a you know a million times a second, right? Your brain, uh, all these nerves, and just rapid firing. Even if you feel like you're calm and you're sitting down and you're reading a book or watching a movie or something. Bam, 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 Things are going on inside your head all the time, right? And um, hmm, what did I say before that? <laughs> uh, what was I talking about? Thought, thought forums and, oh, coincidence, right? It's like, it's not coincidence. It's just that whenever you're able to quiet your mind, you start to see that these things are happening all the time. And this is what we call synchronicity. Things are li lining up. There'll be patterns that you'll see. You'll notice things. You're like, well, this is crazy. Rico and I were at the bookstore the other day. We went to go buy some books, and I was I bought a couple books, and we sat down. And I was like, hey, I want to I want to read a, bit, a little bit of this book before we before we walk out of here. So he's like, okay, and we started. We read a little bit, and we talked about what we read, and he goes, bro, this is crazy. And I was like, what? He goes, look at that book over there. And we looked at the bookshelf, and it was a Joel Olstein book, and right next to it, it said something like. Um, it said something about like coincidence. Maybe it was like titled coincidence or something like that. And as we sat down to read those books, he asked me, he goes, do you think any of these people, these like spiritual gurus or these like, you know, enlightened Zen master type people, do you think they go into this biz? They, do you think they look at it like a business? Do you think they write these books and, and have these lectures just to like get rich off of people? And I said, no, I don't think, I don't think that's the case. Uh, and then he, uh, I said, it kind of makes me think about like televangelists. Because they'll get on TV and they preach and they're like, tithe, tithe, give us the money, you know. And Joel Olstein is is the pastor or the or the or you know whatever you want to call him. He's the he's the man. He's the head of the haunt, the head of the house as far as the biggest Lakewood church in Houston. Huge. It's a stadium, right? And he sat there. We sat there. We had that conversation. And he looked up, and the first thing he saw on the shelf was a picture of Joel Olstein's book. And right next to it, it said the word coincidence on the next book next to it. And uh, he goes, dude, that's crazy. And I was like, that's not a coincidence. It's because we're sitting here and we're, we're, empty, we're emptying the space. We're, em we're, we're embracing the space between thoughts. We're, we're letting go of, of, of the mind. And these things are so much more obvious. They become very apparent to you all around you. And that, that's what that is. It's not that there's no such thing as coincidence or that God has a plan. It's that it's already there. It's been there the whole time. You're just so preoccupied. You've got these glasses on in front of your eyes. You just can't see them. William, <laughs> I love you very much. <laughs> I love you too. I can understand and hear and process every word that's coming out of your mouth, but have no clue what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> bro <laughs> i just have to be honest with you real quick that's okay that's okay <laughs> i think you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah i definitely know what you're talking about because, <laughs> because when andy and i first started dating it was it was like this like she she we, andy and i went to hawaii andy and i andy and i have, have been together we've we'll, we'll been together for two years in november mm -hmm. and uh uh Man, I just I I just love where our relationship is at right now. We're doing we're doing very well. I'm doing I'm I'm healthy. 
I'm I'm being much more healthy, and as a result, our relationship is so much more healthy. Well, that's good. That's what's important. Yeah, makes me really happy. <laughs> um, but when Andy and I first started dating, we went to Hawaii, and we were we had been dating for like three months, maybe uh, three or four months. And when we got back from Hawaii, she started dropping all this spirituality and consciousness on me, and I was like, "Whoa, what is this?" And we were living together, you and I. Mm-hmm. And you know, because we talked about it all the time, and I was like, bro, this chick is like coming out of left field, and I don't know about this or that or this. And I was like, I really like her, but I have no idea what she's talking about, and it feels like, you know, all these things. And <laughs> and so I definitely understand where you're coming from. Well, it, I, I understand the things you're saying. It's just kind of all over. All right. <laughs> well, all right. Yeah. So I learned a lot. Yeah, uh, like I said, this is uh, it's a lot to take in. It's a lot to digest. Most people probably won't get this on the first go around. Well, take some time for me. It was important to because I'm not gonna lie. I wanted to stop you when we had first started talking about it because I felt like we were supposed to be talking about that one conversation, and then you kind of went off into these other things, but. I felt like it was important to listen and kind of understand where you were coming from, especially since we had that little misunderstanding or miscommunication or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then once I realized it was about this journey that you were on, for me as a friend, I felt like it was just important to just listen to what you were saying. But then we got all of that. So I felt like it ended up being a good thing overall. (laughs) I hope people enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. If anybody has any questions or is curious about these things or is is uh, struggling with their own mentality or spirituality or you know has a yearning inside of them that they don't understand reach out and i will do whatever i can to we, we will we will do whatever and we just can. a side note when he says if you're troubling with your you know mentality and stuff we are not licensed counselors <laughs> okay so just yeah. put that yeah put that caveat out there and yeah. direct you yeah. to yeah if that's what you professionals. need if that's what you need yeah i'll direct you to somebody which is okay yeah. which is all right you know what we need to have a podcast episode on that shit yeah counseling. i mean, see a therapist yeah, i talk good. to a therapist this is, there's nothing wrong with these things there's a big stigma in this country about mental health which is unfortunate because it's a whole bunch of crazy motherfuckers in this country i mean that's like you said that's a whole nother yeah that's a whole nother (laughs) (laughs) well i hope people enjoyed this one guys reach out to us two bros diffmos at gmail.com and then you know social media facebook instagram twitter uh all that and uh we hope you enjoy it all right until next time take it easy take it easy